feeling like I failed. You know, yeah. I feel I felt like I failed God, right. I failed myself, failed my family. Mm. I failed to deliver with employers mm. and those who, you know, believed in me, you know. Mm. And so that really wreaked havoc in my confidence level and believing that God was really with me yeah. in the midst of these situations. Hi, I'm Alicia Michelle, and as a trained and certified Christian mindset coach, I've helped hundreds of Christian women discover brain science-based mindset tools to help them grow closer to God and break free from anxiety, perfectionism, people-pleasing, and feeling like they're never enough. The Christian Mindset Coach is the award-winning podcast that shows you how to use simple brain science principles and biblical truth to renew your mind for lasting confidence, joy, and peace. I'm so glad you're here. Grab a cozy spot and let's get started. Anxiety is at an all-time high and is a huge issue in our culture, even for Christians. As a former anxiety sufferer and a certified neuro coach that's worked with hundreds of women, I've learned that we need a practical plan based on proven mindset tools to get God's calming truth into our thoughts. If you're ready to break free from worry and anxiety, check out the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit at calmyouranxietytoolkit.com. This incredible resource includes a Bible study, teaching videos, and everything you need to create a Bible and brain-based plan to lower your anxiety and enjoy God's peace. Get it now at calmyouranxietytoolkit.com. Hello, welcome to today's episode of The Christian Mindset Coach. I am your host, Alicia Michelle. One of the toughest things about going through a hard time is the long-term effect on our emotions, and most of all, our confidence. I like what my friend Trish Blackwell says about confidence um, in episode 147 of the podcast. You can check that out. She says, true confidence is deep security. Security, right? Isn't that a great word? Security is such an important concept when things feel uncertain because it is what holds us together. I mean, it seems like that's an obvious statement, but the important thing about security is that security is built before the crisis comes. So like the parable of the house built on the sand or the rock, we can see what our foundation or our security is built upon when times are tough. It's often a great revealer of what's really our security, isn't it? You know, most of us go to church, we listen to Christian music, we do Bible studies, and it's easy to go through the motions and kind of let things or activities or checking boxes or even our own accomplishments become our security. And this seems to work okay when times are good and we can work hard, we can perform well, we can make others happy, and that makes us feel good about ourselves. And there's nothing wrong with those things. But what we find out is when those things are taken away, we can come to this crisis of faith where we have to decide where is our security? Where is our confidence? We thought it was in the right place. We thought it was in God, but we see how we have let these false senses of security creep in. And that's where Beverly found herself about a year ago. Beverly is an awesome woman of God, and she had been a woman of God for a long time, but she found herself really struggling with confidence while walking through a season of unemployment. And she joined the Christian Mindset Makeover, and together we worked to uncover some of the reasons why she felt this lack of confidence, despite her deep love for the Lord, despite what she knew to be true about God. And she still had this confidence that was shaken, and she didn't understand where that was coming from. So we talked about why it made sense that her confidence was shaken, and where that lack of confidence could be stemming from, and specifically, what were the subconscious soundtracks for her that were running the show that she wasn't aware of. And for you'll find out in our conversation today that a lot of it had to do with performance and achieving and doing well. And so it was incredible to watch her transformation 
as she discovered these things, she quickly became a leader in our group. And she not only shared her up and down moments through the journey of discovery, but it was so beautiful to see her grow in confidence week by week and to share that with others as she got to the root of why she'd been struggling. She just was very transparent about everything she walked through and how that all began to shift and change as she went through brain priming. And then she saw for herself the little changes starting to happen just without her even realizing it because she had changed those subconscious patterns. And so I wanted to bring her on the podcast to hear her story because I know many of us can relate to her story. And many of us maybe even be walking through a season right now where we think, I thought I was really trusting in God, but clearly I don't feel confident or I'm scared. And there's a very good reason for fear to happen. Often it's it's reasonable, it makes sense, but there is often also these underlying core soundtracks that can make it harder for us to lean into that confidence that we so desperately need when hard times come. So here's a little bit about Beverly. Beverly is a seasoned marketing communications professional with more than 20 years of experience working on some of the world's most recognized brands. Beverly is passionate about making a difference and seeks to align her work with her values. Here is that transformation story and conversation with Beverly. Beverly, I am so excited to have you on the podcast today. I am so excited and what an honor it is to be here. Oh, thank you. I just, first of all, I've loved working with you. I love your story. I love how much God has just, he's done and how he's really lit you on fire for him in a brand new way. So I'm excited to dig into this conversation today with you. Likewise, likewise. Awesome. Yeah. Well, let's go all the way back to the beginning. Way back when we first started working together at the beginning of the Christian Mindset Makeover. Tell me a little bit about some of the broken soundtracks, the lies, the stuff that was rattling around in your head when we first started working together, where you came from, so to speak. I had lost my job, mm. I think, within that month. Mm. And um, was not a, I was not in a good place. I was frustrated, especially since I had just come out of a, re- a loss in that period of, of job uh-huh. loss in that period. Yeah. I, the Lord carried me through that. And when I got this, when I was like, this is it, I'm going to come in here and just be a rock star, you know? Mm. Um, but what I learned that I struggled with was imposter syndrome. And I had not <laughs> heard that term before, but I mm-hmm. learned that I struggled with imposter syndrome. I learned that um, I struggle with perfectionism, mm-hmm. but my my perfectionism perfectionism manifested in a different way. You know, when some people talk about perfectionism, it's they're overachievers and such. I wouldn't say that I'm. I, I was an overachiever in the in the sense of if it wasn't right, I would freeze. I just wouldn't do it because mm-hmm. it had to be right. Yeah. And so I just never felt good enough. I didn't feel productive mm-hmm. enough if I wasn't doing something. Yeah. Didn't, you know, my career didn't feel accomplished enough. There were definitely times where I felt that foreboding feeling of not doing enough yes. because I wasn't able to some great victory or something. Yeah. I spent a lot of money from graduate degrees mm. to certifications, ex- executive coaching. And I felt like I spent all this money and I had nothing to show for it. Oh, so wow. Yeah, um, it was it was very frustrating. Um, overall, the work that it did on my confidence mm-hmm. and my ability to really feel whole as a professional 
it makes sense how you were struggling with confidence and feeling like it sounds like you had done, tried to do all these things to show, hey, I am good. I am enough. Were there things even outside of your career side of yourself that were contributing to this that you feel kind of played all together to this perfect storm? Oh, yeah. I mean, (laughs) I could probably point to, you know, relationships where I felt like I had done all I could do to make somebody happy or um, wanted to impress my my peer group or my family, you know, good Lord, you know, <laughs> comparison <laughs> with family, you know, you got that one cousin who's that's a whole like, other episode, girl. Oh right, exactly. You know, or yes. you got that, you know, that best that BFF that's, you know, again, just mm. and then all of my friends, I don't know what this is with me, Alicia, <laughs> but I seem to connect and have really good friends who are divas. I mean, oh. they are divas. <laughs> And I'm like, I'm not, not a, diva. a diva. I'm not a diva. I'm not. But <laughs> somehow I, I have uh, female friends in particular with really strong personalities. I have a strong personality, but I'm more yeah. bubbly and joyful. And, yeah. and they are just like, you know, tell it like it is straight shoot. <laughs> I, and I'm just, but yeah, it's played out in so many areas of my life of being a people pleaser, um, comparison, anxiety, you know, having trouble sleeping because my mind won't rest, you know, this, it just wreaks havoc. (laughs) Kind of all together. Yeah. It's funny because when we, as you know, when you first get into the mindset makeover, we kind of start looking at that big ball of stuff in us and start unraveling it a little bit. And a lot of times ladies will say, well, I think it's this, but it's also this and it's this and it's this. And it's like, where do I even start? And so Yeah. I mean, it just kind of all plays on itself. It all works together. And one of the first things we do in the first few weeks is talk about where have there been some discrepancies or half-truths or lies around what we believe about God or what we believe God believes about us. So what were for you some of those things about God that were also playing into this? You know, I I think part of one of the things that that I've really struggled with in my relationship with God is feeling like, does he really hear me? Does he not oh, see yeah. all of this? <laughs> right. Like, why aren't you doing something about I, like, why stuff? am I going what? through this? You know, I'm a good Christian girl, you know? Um, mm-hmm. and, and that again, part of that comparison of, okay, so I followed all the stuff I was told to do and yep it didn't work out the way I expected. And so there was trust issues with God on that, you know, things that I had prayed and labored in prayer and fasting and seeking God that when it didn't, you know, manifest or the outcome wasn't what I hoped or expected, there was definitely that level of disappointment um, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. as well as, you know, really just feeling like I failed. You know, yeah. I feel I felt like I failed God. Right. I failed myself. Failed my family. Mm. I failed to deliver with employers mm. and those who you know believed in me. You know, mm. and so that really wreaked havoc in my confidence level and believing that God was really with me. Yeah, in the midst of these situations. Yeah, and I'm not, I'm wondering if this was an issue for you too, because I feel like this is 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 for a big issue for a lot of women that. They feel all these things and you, you don't know how to handle it. You don't even, you know, I feel like as a church, we may say you should feel this about God, 
But when we get to these kind of gray areas of like, well, I did this for you and I'm disappointed. And how do you begin to even process these emotions? I mean, is that, was that something for you too, where you came in just like, I don't even know what to do with all this. I don't even know how to feel or process what I'm feeling right now. You know, the thing of it is, is that when I think about where I was prior to the Christian mindset makeover, you know, it was really about, okay, well, you just, you know, confess the word. And as you confess the word, you know, it'll, it'll pass, you know, it'll, it'll be all right. It'll work out. Mm-hmm. And I just felt like I was doing that. I was believing yeah. God. I was yeah. confessing God's truth. Right. So I think that's what really struck me when I heard your free webinar, mm-hmm. because you really unearthed something for me about there's gotta be more to this thing yeah. than what we're teaching or what we've been taught. Right. Um, about being renewed in the spirit of our mind. And I, I'm a Bible teacher, you know, I'm right. a, a minister of the gospel. So yeah, I, I get it. I, t- I teach people this and I was struggling. Exactly. So yeah. it really helped to get me in a place of, wait a minute, let's, let's, mm. let's unpack this. Mm. Yeah. I think a great example of that is if we have, let's say if we have a glass in our hand, a glass of water, and then we have a bowl. And if we turn the bowl upside down and imagine that our bowl is like a brain full of lies and, and toxic thoughts about ourselves and all these confusing emotions and stuff. And then we try to take this cup full of water that's the word of God and we try to pour it on there. The water is just going to bounce off. It's not, the water still has power. God's word still has power is we're not negating the power of it, but we can't absorb it because there's so much just stuff in there. But if we can turn the cup over and empty out all that stuff, get to the root of what's there. And then we pour God's word in. It's like, oh, there's a container for it to go. There's a place for it to go. And that's that step that's missing. Yes. I love that illustration because I think to me that just makes it so clear. Yes. What's happening in the natural as well as in the spirit realm. When I think about the times that I have sought to deal with mental strongholds, you know, mm-hmm. mental strongholds are real. That's that sure. barrier, you know, yeah. that prevents, you know, you often, I've been in places and, and thought about, well, I know this is true, but why am I not? Why is this not working? Why is this not? Why am I not being changed? Why yeah. is this not penetrating? You know, this Christian walk is more than just about um, behavior modification. Mm, this is right. really about a spiritual transformation. Mm, and that spiritual transformation cannot take place without knowledge. Mm. And that knowledge can't take place until we really you understand how our mind works. And I think for me, that's what the Christian mm. mindset makeover helped to uh, really, you know, lean into not just the biblical, the biblical truth along with how the brain works. Yeah. And and the fact that it's pliable and we can change that. You know, oftentimes we get stuck in uh routines and regimens and behaviors because we just feel like, well, I'm just this is just who I am. It's hereditary. Mm-hmm. I can't change it. But it's like we what what I learned it with this, and I think it 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 just cemented for me the yeah. power of God's word that we do have the ability to make changes. We just have to yeah. decide. Yeah. And what I also appreciate it is you really pushed in the in the course that's that accountability where I had to <laughs> be accountable and own what was my part in this and then be able to own it and then let stuff go. Mm-hmm. Let go what I couldn't control mm-hmm. and own what's mine and how 
how can I lean in with God to correct it? Do anxious thoughts and what-ifs consume your mind and steal your peace? God tells us to be anxious for nothing, but you wonder, how does that happen? What if you had a custom plan for managing your anxiety, one that was designed for your anxiety triggers with specific, scientifically proven action steps based on brain science to manage worry both in the moment and for the long term? I want to help you create your custom plan for managing anxious thoughts with the Calm Your Anxiety Toolkit, the four-week anxiety Bible study, mindset training, and resources that equip Christian women with a step-by-step plan to use brain science and the Bible together to welcome God's healing power over worry and fear. Listen, I struggled with anxiety most of my life, even as a Christian. I finally found lasting peace and victory over anxiety when I created a plan to manage my anxiety that used proven tools to get God's truth into my thoughts. I want to help you create your plan to manage anxiety and discover more calm. Go to CalmYourAnxietyToolkit.com to learn more and to get started. Again, that's CalmYourAnxietyToolkit.com. I'm so glad you brought that up because I think that that is such a critical step. That's the week four step, week four, week five step, where we talk about responsibility. We do a proclamation about what we are responsible for and what we aren't responsible for. And I think we need both sides of that when we're looking at the toxic stuff inside us, because some of us take it all on and say, it's all my fault. It's all something that I should have done differently or changed or whatever. And some of us are like, that's fault. I'm not yeah. there, not the victim here. And it's like kind of both. Every situation has both sides. And so yes. there's that empathy for ourselves that so needs to be there that, ooh, yeah, there's some really awful things that have happened to you that are out of your control. And and then there's the other side of, and you kind of messed up here. And it's okay. Like God loves you and can help you and forgive you and walk you through it. But in order to move forward, you have to own some of that. Yeah. Own some of that. And then there's some stuff that it's like, you have no control over. You have no control over what's going to happen and you've got to let that go. So yeah, yeah, that week I think is one of the toughest weeks as um, you, I remember you saying, and a lot of ladies say, but it's such a great week. And that's the week before brain priming, which I, for those of you listening, we've talked about brain priming before, but just to be clear, brain priming is kind of the heart of the mindset makeover where we the first four to five weeks we spend really unearthing, getting to the root of those core soundtracks. What are the things, boiling them all the way down? How do they connect together? Starting from that big ball all the way down to the center. What is that thing that we've been telling ourselves over and over at its core? And what do we need to let go of, release? And what do we need? To, what truths of God need to come in to replace it? And so we use a process called brain priming. It's a 63 to 67 day process where we're literally removing those old neurons and we're putting in the new neurons with these new thoughts. So we're using the science of God as the vehicle to deliver the medicine of God's work. For you, what was that journey like going through brain priming? When I got to brain priming, and I remember waking up in the like wee hours in the morning, and I wrote my first draft, mm-hmm. and I just I just did a dump. <laughs> all kinds of stuff <laughs> that came to my mind, particularly, and I but I appreciated that you you directed us to focus mm-hmm. on one area, you know, don't try to put it everything that's about your life into right. one. Yeah. Just deal with that one. So yeah. Um, I, I dealt with definitely the, the soundtracks of, and, and the images of my career. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I remember when I wrote that, it was still that, you know, that t- tinge of, 
negativity. You made a great point in talking about it's not either or, it's, it's both and in a sense of, yeah, yeah I, I accepted a lot of response, probably too much, mm. a lot of responsibility and wasn't kind to myself yeah. with that first draft. Well, I saw your edits and you were so kind when you gave the edits. <laughs> I was like, what does she mean? Didn't I? Okay, let me try this again. And yeah. so I tried, I went back again and you came back and you said, we're almost there. You're almost there. <laughs> and I'm like, are you serious? And I was like, okay. I'm, and, and I was like, let me, let me just go back and, and do it again. When I went back and you said, this is it. I was like, okay, I can work. I, I was really able to internalize it. And I think mm. that's what, to me, makes brain priming so powerful is that yes. you speaking it out loud repetitively yeah. throughout the course of the morning and at night, it becomes part of you. And I was able mm. to internalize it. You um, have to believe it. I mean, you have you to, there's sometimes a stage in the first few weeks, especially where people are like, eh, do I, I say this, but do I believe it? Blah, blah, blah. I went through that for sure yeah. when I went through it, but you definitely have to get to a point when you're writing it that it feels like this is what I need to hear. That's the question I always ask is, is there anything else your soul needs to hear around this topic? Like what are the words specifically? It's very specific to you, what you need to hear to be comforted, to be healed, to be changed. And it's always, God always reveals that. And so for you, when did you first start seeing that shift happen? And I remember even asking in one of our Ask Me Anything sessions, like, how do you know this is working? Mm -hmm, I can And I think I remember after after asking that question, for me, it clicked to the point that you made about really embracing the words that I was saying to Mm -hmm. myself about myself and what God was saying back to me. Yeah. That really, for me, made the difference. So when did that Um, happen, that, that switch where you started to see some changes? What was that like for you? I think what it was like for me was I was able to really em- like really embrace by week two and a mm. half to three of of the of reciting it. And mm. what what it also made it perfect is that I was in the midst of my job search. Yeah. I needed it. Yes. I needed to say yes. these things to myself on so those days. Keep going every day. Yeah, to keep yeah. going. And those days <laughs> I applying for roles and preparing for interviews, doing interviews, the, the work that it takes to go through mm-hmm. that process. Yeah, the mental um, head space. You have yeah, to be yeah. I yeah. needed that, you know, to, to just that talk in the mirror, mm-hmm. you know, self-talk. So what were those first moments when you noticed the little glimmers of things changing and the confidence coming? Like some of the words in, in my brain priming, you know, I talk about the fact that, that he's with me. You know, just knowing that he is with me, I've got this. And with with God's Holy Spirit, I always win. You know, being able to say that kind of stuff to myself with God, it's not because it's not me, it's him. Right. And his spirit at work in me. And so to be for me to be able to say with God's Holy Spirit, I always win, Mm -hmm. you know, so that even when I get that rejection uh, email, (laughs) I could shake it off. Right. It's like, okay, that wasn't the one. Let's move on. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it's interesting that as you're describing this process of going through this and getting that confidence, that it wasn't that God gave you the job right in the middle of this time, that to grow in trust with Him, you really had to believe that truth. I mean, for you to say, I believe that you're with me, I believe that I'm a conqueror, things like that. And then 
for you to not get a rejection. Well, it's so much easier to believe that when you know the world's telling you, oh yeah, here you go. You know, but when you keep getting rejections over and over, as you do through this lovely unemployment process, which you know our families walked through multiple times too. So I get it. And you still see the confidence build, that's God at work, right? That's just not a circumstance making you feel good about yourself. That is God at work. Absolutely. I mean, I will say that in that, in the course, it really helped me to deepen my roots in God, Mm -hmm. deepen my relationship with him and really see the evidence of his goodness, as the song says, all over my life. You know, I want to say it's week eight where you talk about cultivating joy, mm-hmm. I began to like cultivate, like it's like stuff that I knew, but it was reinforced about joy. Yeah. But to be able to play it out in that situation, in the course of that situation and how God showed up as a result yeah. of that, right? beyond words. I mean, just showed up and showed well, out. And kind of <laughs> like that, like that picture we were just talking about with the, the, the word of God being water and spilling on our brains. When you are on the other side of that brain priming or you're going through it and you're getting closer to the end and you have a lot of that cleaned up and then you start applying joy and then you start rediscovering those kind of the other side of the emotions. It's just like so much easier to accept and understand versus that joy trying to like slice through all the just hard crusted over parts of our mind, you know, that it's like, so much easier when things are just ready to receive it's versus versus trying to cut through all the junk that's there. Yeah, I agree. I think I saw God in a a new way. And, -hmm. you know, sometimes we can, we can get real comfortable and familiar. Yeah. um, Yes. In our relationship with God, particularly, you know, we go through the same routines every day, Mm -hmm. you know, I get up and read your devotion and pray, but I got yeah. to see God mm. and experience him in a fresh new way mm. um, awesome. just because that inner critic um, and understanding how that inner critic is for my protection, you know, yes. how I can be able to take control right. and calm her down yeah. and be her friend right. rather than be her enemy. Exactly. Was was brilliant. <laughs> yeah, I know. That was huge for me too when I discovered that and learned that concept because it was like, I've been fighting her my whole life. I've been telling her to go sit down and be quiet my whole life. But right. She's there for a reason. She's there to keep me safe. And she's trying to do her job. We're both to have the same end, but we're fighting each other. So yeah. let's look at this from a different perspective. Yeah. Yeah. Any other final thoughts about this process that you've gone through, this growth, things that you feel you want to share about your transformation? You know, I'll just say that no matter where you are in your Christian journey, the Christian mindset makeover will bless you to experience God Mm -hmm. in a greater way. Every opportunity I get to share about my experience with the course, I I do because- Thank you. um, it was it was worth the investment. It was worth the time spent. I believe it was God's masterful design mm. that in that unemployment season, He said, "You sit with this, yeah, and of all times, right? Of all times, and the reward that I reaped from it is mm. mind blowing. Um, mm. yeah. it, it's been a blessing, you know. I, I the fact that 
we're not in this life by ourselves. We have a God who loves us, who cares for us, and we can trust him and we can come boldly to his throne of grace and receive the help that we need. Mm -hmm. And then we can go out boldly and and be our best selves. Right. Hmm. Everly, thank you so much for sharing your story. I adore you. It's been such an honor to see you grow. And I'm grateful that you're sharing all of this today with us. So thank you. Thank you for having me. It is an honor to be here. And thank you for allowing God to use you Mm. as as an awesome vessel to help women. One of my favorite parts about Beverly's story is that God allowed her to rebuild her confidence before she got her next job. It was like he was saying, let me do this work for you so that you'll know that the change is not because your outward situation turned around, but because I am changing you from the inside out. I really think that was a gift. And I know in those moments when we're waiting for God and it just seems to take forever and ever for him to answer, we look back and we think, oh, wow, what a gift it was that you did it in this way because as we just said, now we can see that the changes weren't just an outward change. It really was this confidence that had risen up in her and had become solid, and then the good thing on the outward side happened. So that was really cool. And if you're ready for that kind of change, if you can relate to Beverly's story, I wanted to invite you to the Christian Mindset Makeover. It is a wonderful program. It's a nine-week program where we get to the root of what is causing us to be emotionally and spiritually stuck. And often there are patterns in our subconscious mind that are around how we need to receive love, how we need to show up to be worthy, how we need to feel enough. And usually those patterns are related to past experiences, often in childhood. And so we walk through a very specific process to understand where that's coming from, how those patterns have developed, and why it makes sense that they're there. And not to yell at ourselves and be mad at ourselves because they're there, but to lovingly examine them the way Christ looks at us with compassion and to work through them. And then we create something called brain priming, where we are literally pulling out those broken soundtracks, the neurons that are associated with those, and rebuilding a new soundtrack in our mind. And that's what everything is coming from in terms of our identity. So we slowly begin to see the fear dissipating. We see our joy increasing. We see peace on the rise. We see little shifts in our outward behavior because this this change in our foundation and our confidence has greatly increased. So if you are interested in joining us for this program, like I said, it is an amazing chance to invest in changing yourself from um, who you might be right now, wherever you're at, and stepping into that full expansion of the identity that God has given you. And not only learning about how to rewire our brain from that brain science and biblical perspective, but also after we are doing that process, what do we do to protect these thoughts? So how do we set up boundaries to keep ourselves mentally whole and safe from the things in this world that want to steal our joy, steal our rest, uh, steal our confidence? What are those things like? We talk about boundary breakers, boundary builders. We talk about ways to use other parts of ourselves to support our mental health. It's a very comprehensive program that includes a weekly teaching time that is on demand that you go through on your own at your own speed and a twice a month time with me where you work one-on-one with me to ask any questions you have as you're going through it 
And we also work together to create your brain priming. And there's also a Facebook group. So you get to meet other ladies who are going through this process. And it's it's just an incredible journey. So if you're interested in that, check out the Christian Mindset Makeover. You can go to christianmindsetmakeover.com and you'll learn more about that. All right. I wanted to conclude our time today by saying thank you and also to give you an invitation and an opportunity to get a free gift. So thank you first for those of you who have shared a rating and review on the podcast. I appreciate every single one of them. Every single one of them represents a voice of a life changed and of a hope being renewed through the messages that we create on this podcast. And the team and I greatly appreciate all of that because not only does it encourage us to keep producing these episodes, but it also encourages the algorithms inside of these podcast platforms, such as Apple Podcasts, to show it to more people. And my number one goal is for people to be able to hear the message of hope and love that is in Christ, and especially that part of how we can use our minds to welcome that in. Even if they are outside of the church, this might be the only way that they're hearing about that hope. And also the more ratings and reviews that a podcast have, the more the algorithm tends to show it to more people who are just looking for a new podcast or who are looking for different topics. So if you love this podcast, would you take a second to write a five-star reading and review? I would be so appreciative. And it would, like like we just said, it would really help this overall mission of the podcast to be able to get out there and to share to more people the hope of God and the reality of what we can do every day to take back control of our thoughts. And I want to give you a little incentive. When you write that five-star rating and review, I have a free gift for you. And this is a gift that you cannot get anywhere else unless you are inside of the Christian Mindset Makeover. It's actually an exercise that we have inside of there that is wildly popular. So I am really excited to give this to you. It is our 50 I Am declarations. These are 50 statements of who we are in Christ. They're a list of 50 I Am statements and Bible verses that literally state truths about our identity. And in the makeover, we use them as a way to read them and look up different verses. And also there's an audio version of it so we can listen to it and begin, in the, even in the very beginning of the program, to let the truth of who God is and who we are in Christ begin to resonate in our heart. So yeah, there's this written form of it so you can read them and study the corresponding verses. And then there's an audio version of it too. It's about five or six minutes that you can listen to. And it's such a great way to begin to turn your day around, to listen to first thing, just to get a reminder when you're feeling like the world is on top of you and you cannot be enough, you you just feel unloved and unwanted. This is an amazing audio to listen to or list of verses and statements to read. And like I said, I want to give it to you as my free gift, as a thank you for writing a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts. This is the only way you can get this resource outside of the Christian Mindset Makeover. So here's how you get it. All you have to do is to take a screenshot of your five-star rating and review, and then email that screenshot to hello at vibrantchristianliving.com. And then my team will send you the link to access the materials for free. Super easy. This is a $47 value. And it's my way of saying thank you for helping us get the word out about the podcast in a bigger way. So again, do that five-star reading and review. It literally takes five seconds. Take a screenshot of it. Send it to the team at hello at vibrantchristianliving.com. And we will give you the link to get the access to the 50 IM declarations. Friend, have a wonderful rest of your week. I look forward to our next conversation next week. See you back here then. Bye-bye. 
Thanks for joining me today for The Christian Mindset Coach. If you loved today's show, would you take two seconds and share a five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts? I've got a special gift for you when you share a review, my amazing 50 I Am Declarations, 50 statements and Bible verses about who you are in Christ. This is an audio meditation and a written statement that is extremely popular with my clients, and I want to give you access just for sharing your Apple Podcast review. Simply screenshot your review and send it to hello at vibrantchristianliving.com, and we'll send you the link to access the 50 I Am Declarations resource. Thanks so much for sharing your rating and review so that we can get the word out about the podcast. See you back here next week.